So action figure Lionel said to action figure Tiger, why did it make two of you? And Tiger said, well, I didn't make you so tall. (laughs) 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 Welcome to another episode of What Geeks Do. This is episode 11, 9, 10. This is episode 10, which is a monumental episode. Yes, this is uh, double digits. Wild Dog Pizza on a mic, and I'm sharing the mic with No Job Rob. What's up? Monster Force Marsh. Mm-hmm. What's up, Marsh? What's up, What's up, Marsh? How's it going? It's going pretty well now. <laughs> How's your week going? Uh, well, the week's been fine. It was the day that wasn't all that fine. No good? Well, I woke up this morning to find out that we didn't have any water anymore. Really? Yeah, so had to take up the pump out of the well and fix that. And every time we got headway on it, another storm rolled through and it started raining, so we'd have to stop what we were doing. But... This evening, we finally got it all back in there, and let me tell you what, once you have that water running again, that first shower is the best shower of your life. Oh, my gosh. Why? Because it's, you thought you'd never get water again, or because of all the minerals that it grabs before it hits you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's because you're filthy by the time you get finished working on that oh, thing, and yeah, you just want to be clean. working on that shit for hours. All oh, yeah, it's nasty. I can see that. I've been out of water, man. That shit sucks. Yeah, it does. Nothing, nothing. Like, you can, the power can be out and all that stuff, but when the water's out, no. I agree. When you're out of water, it's a whole different fucking ball game. Yes, sir. I agree. I can do without power, but I need a shower. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, Unfortunately, out where we are, we don't have, like, city water. So when the power goes out, the water goes out too. Yeah, you guys got it rough down there. Oh yeah, yeah. but we like being out here, so it's you gotta it. wonder if your shitter's gonna flush every time you you go, right? <laughs> it has its pros and its cons, I guess, right? That's that's, that's, what, that's why we always keep water in um like um like ten gallon buckets that are closed up just in case something like that happens. Really? Oh yeah. Because you pour it in your in your toilet, you could flush, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know that game. Been yeah. there. Been there. And it, it uh, when when those storms kept coming through today, you know, I didn't think I was going to be able to do the show because of the storms. We just had one after another, and uh, it rained so much, and we caught rainwater for use out in the yard or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, we caught two ten-gallon barrels full, and then a huge like forty-gallon drum. We caught about half of that full of water. So yeah, it rained a bit today. Damn. That's nice. So you got some water for a while, at least. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. You can use that for, like, flushing toilets and stuff like that. But. Yeah, yeah. Phew. It didn't even rain up here. It just kept getting dark and saying, yo, I'm going to rain, but it never did. <laughs> yeah. It it did all its raining down here. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Passed us by up here. Yep. Crazy. Yep. So, uh, I was at work today, and, uh, I was about to get ready to, uh, tattoo and i went to go set up and i realized i had no equipment to set up because someone stole it from me that's horrible that's just what kind of 
What kind of worm does that to somebody? That shit's expensive. A Monmouth County worm. I guess so. Mm. Thugs. Man, that will yep. ruin your day. It's crazy, too. I would never expect it at that place, you know? I, I don't know. It, it was weird. It blew my mind. It's kind of ghetto over there, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. You get some ghetto kids in there. That's just going to happen. That's sucks now, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah. The people that come into our place are are decent people. Once in a while, you'll get some like weird junkie or weird like drunk, but we like push them out. Get rid of them and get, get the fuck out of the shop. I get the salt. You salt said, them? <laughs> said, Beat it, Sam! You love Sam! <laughs> no one likes salting a person. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, um... My week was pretty me- mediocre. You know what I did? I watched a lot of TV and movies. Hey, you got new glasses, though. I got new glasses today. Today was productive. Like like Charles says, he he had a productive day. I actually had a productive day. I uh-huh. ran to the um, eyeglass people who messed with my eyes a couple of days ago, and I got some new glasses. Yeah, they showed you the back of your eyeball, right? Oh, it's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't like that, man. Who? Why would you show me? I want to see the back of my eyeball just to know if I have any like lumps back there or anything. They take this. They take a blinding picture of your eye and somehow it takes a picture of your whole eyeball. So I come into the room and I'm squeamish, man. I'll fucking puke, you know. And this dude, the doctor, I've never been there before, but he's like. Oh, here's your eyeball. And he shows me a picture of my fucking eyeball on the screen. I almost fucking threw up on him. And I was like, oh. You know, like, I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm a nice guy, so I'm not going to say it out loud. But I'm thinking in my head, you're the fucking doctor. Why do I need to see this shit? I don't know what I'm looking at. You're making me fucking nauseous. I just felt like saying a ton of shit. And I didn't. This dude was old school, man. He was from, like, the 70s. (laughs) Get old, outdated technology. My first experience at Eye Doctor a couple years ago was great. It was like fucking Tron, man. They put me inside this like, like virtual reality world, and like I got to like read numbers and letters. And then like I go to this dude, think I'm getting you know the same treatment, and he's got some shit from like '73 that like he's putting these lenses in front of my eyes. I got to read something across the room. Totally different experience. I don't even want to get into it. I guess I kind of got into it, but I don't get any more into it. You came in hard quick. I came in hard on that. I guess that was something built up. I'm glad I got it out. What's next? I'm glad glad you shared that. There's something I got to get out. Okay. We got a special guest here on What Geeks Do, episode 11. Or episode 10. 10. We have uh, Western Grimm's Shannon Quick Wit Chambers. Oh! Hi, everybody. <laughs> What's up? Hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm a big fan. Awesome. Well. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> yes. Uh, Shannon is the creator, uh, co-creator of Western Grimm Trading Card Series, mm-hmm. and she is the writer of the of the series as well. Um, can you tell us what this trading card series is all about? Well, it's kind of like what it says in the name. It's a Western-themed trading card series. Think kind of like old-school Garbage Pail Kids, but way cooler. (laughs) So it's bringing back that 80s old-school collectible card feel, but it's kind of got a new twist on it. We decided to do these Western kind of monsters, and it's, it's really, really cool. 
That's cool. Where could we uh, go to find his Westinger? Um, you can check it out on facebook.com forward slash Western Grim, G-R-I-m. And uh, how, do you have how many series do you have out so far? Um, so far, we only have series one out. Series two is in print, and we've got about four of them ready to go. So, I mean, as as we're accruing money, making the cards and selling the cards, then we print them as we go. Who are you publishing these through? We're publishing them through Barbarian Brothers. Oh. Um, what's your favorite card in this series? Oh, my favorite card is the Sadie card, and that's actually modeled after my dog. And that, that's in series one already? Or? Yeah, it's one of the um, the kids' pack version of the series one. Oh, there's two different versions? Yeah, and you know how people get always pulling toys and things off the shelves and, and complaining about stuff. I remember hearing about the whole thing with the Breaking Bad yeah. figures. <laughs> so we wanted to make sure that there was a series that was okay for children and completely safe, and we didn't have to worry about people freaking out about certain cars. <laughs> Why did the break. Breaking Bad figures get pulled again? Because of the meth? They had little bags of meth. Did they really? <laughs> I didn't even hear that. Those are good for kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a really good idea you guys had about, you know... Pulling that, or, or not pulling it, but about uh, having the kids' version too. Kind of o- kind of opens up your marketing too, you know. Yeah. So, uh, who who does the artwork for these? Do you do the writing? I do the writing, and Chris Bacone does the artwork. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, did uh, we we drop a uh, a dot com on this yet? No. What is it? What's this? Uh, where can we find these cards at? They're at Facebook.com forward slash western grim that's very cool do you guys have a set of these cards yet i have series one i have right. series one as well they're awesome What's your, uh favorite uh card from that i like the goldie maxwell card mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm guessing you guys have the the original version the adult pack right you don't have the kids one yeah yeah. Well, I think you're gonna have to buy another pack then. <laughs> oh yeah. How many? What's the difference? There's a lot of different cards in each pack. There's two cards in that pack that we swapped out for for okay. different cards. Okay. But if you want to get the one of my dog, then you have to get them. <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like the Goldie dude. Yeah, yeah. I like Skelly Longhorns. You know, that brings me. That makes me remember this game. From Nintendo, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was one of my favorite games as a kid. You, it was a Western game, and you would have all these like crazy guns, kind of like Contra would have. Hmm. And oh man, I wish I could remember the name of this right now. But you, would, it was like you would have to shoot the barrels, and you would get pre- like uh, not presents. Well, you get presents, and then like people in the. Uh, and the, the second floor of the um, the stores and shit would be shooting at you. And oh, I do remember that. Yeah, right. You would fight like a boss at the end of the at each board, and they were serious. Yeah, it was a serious Western boss. I couldn't remember the name, but I know what you're talking about. Was yeah. it called sh- Was it called Shooting Range? Mm, I don't know. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking right now, trying to find it. Shooting Range. I don't oh, know if that sounds familiar. Hold yeah. on, I'm looking. It doesn't sound like it was like you had two guns in each hand. You had your little hat, and you'd be blasting, firing shit off left and right, and dudes be coming out, and you'd be blasting them, you know. And then you'd get the bar- open up the barrels, get your new gun, and then it'd be like this missile launcher like gun, and like I know I played that game. Now, <laughs> it was, was like it, everything was, was it, we- everything was like old school western, but then all the guns were kind of like sci-fi. 
Well, was it like everything took place outside of a saloon and stuff like that? Yeah. Like the guys would pop out of windows in the saloon? It was steampunk. Oh. No, it wasn't steampunk. <laughs> it was like Dog McCree. Well, there's, You're on there's, a game, <laughs> there's a game from 1984 on Nintendo called Wild Gunman. Maybe. I think that's it. I and it had like you, you, you're outside the saloon, and like little guy pops up at the door, and then there's a guy like a, a Mexican bandito guy upstairs that pops out, puts a little hat and goes. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Could be. <laughs> yep, it's Wild Gunman. No, it's not Wild Gunman. <laughs> All right, I just looked. It's definitely not Wild Gunman. It's not okay. Wild Gunman. That was a Nintendo game. Okay, yeah, that's not it. It was oh, in the see? arcade. It was better graphics than that. Oh, it's an arcade game. Yeah, right. Oh, I thought he—I thought he said Nintendo game. Oh, you said Nintendo? That's what I said. Boo traps. <laughs> I don't—I don't know what he's talking about now. Did you guys ever play Mad Dog McCree? Why do I know that name? It was like a an arcade game, but it had a video screen, so you're actually watching a video of a Western situation, and yeah. then you've got a gun and you got to try and shoot the guys. What it was probably like mid '90s. I remember that. Yeah, that was a fun game. That was crazy. But the gun was never calibrated, so you always sucked at the game no matter yeah, what. Yeah, like it really <laughs> wasn't accurate. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, video games rock. Oh, I think it might have been Gunsmoke. I think it is. I was just looking it's, at the same thing. I think it, I, I think it Pull some be. images. I want to see this Gunsmoke. Let's see well, we could get some images on this shit. Gunsmoke. Nintendo! Images. Yep, it's Gunsmoke. Uh, was it? What's this game? Yes, that looks familiar to me. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That does look familiar to me. I liked shooting games. I used to play the Aerosmith game. Oh, so now this Gunsmoke, is that one that you play like from over overhead? Yeah, like Zelda. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like one where you're actually like shooting straight forward at people. House oh. of the Dead. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. House of the Dead. That's the boardwalk one, right? Yeah. It got For, popular. Park Evil. <laughs> yeah. The only one that I really played was that one where, like, I guess you're, like, um, you're on this, like, uh, ride that goes into, like, some kind of, like, zoo that has nothing but, like, these giant bugs. Whoa. The one where you're in like a big car, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't remember what that is, but I've, I've played That it. game is, man, it's insane. All these spiders jump at you and shit, giant crickets. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't know that game? I, I think it's like, I think it's a, I think it's a, actually it's kind of like, a, um, what is that dinosaur movie? Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah. I know. Whoa. It's one of those big games you sit inside like a car. I feel every time you guys say something, I'm like, yeah, I kind of remember going through that experience, but I'm not sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> I want to experience that new um, Star Wars games that you have to get yeah, into. That looks cool. That shit, you you sit in the cockpit of like one of the, uh, I, I don't know the names of those fucking things. What are, <laughs> what are those things? The circles, and they have the two like flat things on the side. Tie fighters. Tie you fighters. One of those tie fighters. Hmm. Tie Fighter sounds like a good guy name for me. Every that's why I never remember that shit. Mm. But anyway, you sit in that shit and you see the reflection of like Darth Vader's face on it in the in the in the window, and you're just like, "Oh shit, I'm Darth Vader." That looks cool. <laughs> it's really cool. I want to play that. I think you hunt uh, Luke. Oh, 
Did you guys see the new um? What is that? Uh, that new Star Wars game? I forget what it's called. Something new coming out. I posted Ooh. pictures on what geeks do, uh, and I actually posted gameplay several times of different boards. Oh wait, when you're in the ship, there's ship. There's on on the you're on foot, but you get to be uh, Luke at oh, one point. Uh, um, uh, Battlefront. Battlefront. Oh, okay. That's for yeah, all the I'm, systems. I'm starting to want to get back into video games now because they're coming out with such amazing shit. That shit, when you're flying in the sky, looks like real clouds. Yeah. And I just think that would be so much fun. Like, we just got an HD TV, like, what, last year, I think? And, um, I don't know. I want to play that nice, good, crisp graphics on that, on that TV. That and the new Transformers game, too. Yeah, that one. Devastator one. Yeah. That looks cool. It really yeah, they, does. These games just, are making me want to play again. Yeah. I just found out that there's uh, online game content that you can download and get extra characters. So they're probably going to... like the. I guess that's how games work these days. Like You'll buy yep. a game and the company will make bonus parts of that game and you just either buy it or you get it for free. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's crazy, Eddie. <laughs> so I just, of, I'm, of your, oh, what's that, Charles? No, I just my my tastes tend to run towards the older stuff, though. Like I know the game, the new games are nice, and there there's a lot of stuff going on, but there's just something great about the simplicity of old NES games. Oh, I agree. Like I just I can't can't top that. NES and Sega Master System. Those were my favorite. Sega, that Genesis I played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's uh, some of your favorite games, uh, Quick Wit? My personal favorite is Zelda. Zelda's oh, always yeah. going to be my favorite game series. Um, I grew up in a Nintendo house. We didn't have Sega, so I never really got to play most of those games. Mm-hmm. So everything that I had was basically from Nintendo systems. I uh I remember playing Zelda when I was little, and that being the hardest fucking game ever. Oh it's yeah, hard. it's it's very time consuming. It sucks up a lot of your life. And I remember being lost all the time. <laughs> like that game was <laughs> that game was like Grand Theft Auto in the eighties. Like you had it was, it was like you could go anywhere. It still is. And, That's probably yeah. one of my favorite things is that you you don't if you don't feel like following the protocol of the game and doing what you're supposed to do you can just go, like wander off into the world and just explore oh, yeah. and do your own thing. That's what I love. It's almost like a mini version of Skyrim. That's kind of like the first MMA in a way, in a sense, but no, mm. not MMA at all. <laughs> like it's kind of like you know, like you have these like great like vast like um. What's MMA? to explore like multi uh like multiplayers like online where they like skyrim you know like where they go through these worlds that they could just kind of run around in mm-hmm. okay Similar. i thought you were talking about ufc for a second no uh-uh. uh what's it called mma mma it's called massively multiplayer online game yeah that's what it stands for so mmoa <laughs> No, it's no O. It's MMO. MMO. MMO? Is that what it is? MMO, yeah. Multi. Uh... Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, it's not like you're playing with other people, but it's basically like it's an open world. You can go anywhere you want. So is Zelda so. considered that an MMO? I think no. later versions are because, I mean, they're, 
you're not going to progress in the game if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But if you want to just wander around and do nothing and ride horses and go fishing, you can do that if you feel like it. That's awesome. I like that. Isn't there a game uh, called Animal Crossing where you could just do whatever you want in it? Yes, I love that game. I love games that are geared towards children mostly. (laughs) Yeah. I played this one of the Skyrims and I was all over the place, man. I was like up in the hills and. Uh, travel through the cornfields and like met it's some like people. Like sneaking around a boulder trying to get into a house. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it Did is you ever, fun. Did you ever see the uh, Skyrim where they took um, Macho Man's voice and gave it to the dragon? <laughs> oh, gosh. No. That. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, the dragon swoops down. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and Every, everything should have. Like, yeah, brother. <laughs> Everything in the world should have Macho Man's voice, like, though. Really. Like babies, babies should have Macho Man's. Voice. <laughs> I think it actually has Macho Man's head attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Too soon, too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of too soon, or not, not soon enough. They caught that that murdering mother. No, I'm just kidding. They caught uh, Jimmy Stupefy Snooker, man. I can't believe that dude killed yeah. his. A girl in '83 or whatever it was. Well, I didn't honestly. I didn't know anything about this until I just saw it recently. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, all this shit going around with all my old school wrestlers ruining my childhood. But apparently, everyone kind of knew he did it for a long time now. I had no idea it was even a case. Me neither. I, I didn't like either. the the first I saw of it was when uh, Pete said, "Did you post it on on um no you didn't post that on what geeks do." Right? Uh, I don't know. No, I thought that was a little bit too. Uh, yeah, too dark. Well, somebody posted it on Facebook, and I was like, "Really? I didn't even know there was a case." So uh, there's case and, I, and I noticed, you know, like, I to dodge all these wrestlers' real life, like you know, personal lives as as best as I can. Yeah. Like, I don't want to know about Adrian Adonis. I don't want to know about Ric Flair's real shit. I just, you know, what I mean, I just want to know. Who the character of the wrestling? That's how I want to remember them. Well, you know? he don't wrestle no more, right? Jimmy Snuka don't wrestle no more, right? He does. He There's does. When Ray Murray, that um, rest, reckless use uh, independent wrestler. Right, so has he been convicted of this crime already? They shoved his ass in jail. They gave him his own cell. His He's own in jail. Cell, away from everyone else, because you know, as a wrestler, they're gonna want to challenge you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they true. gave him his own cell. Yeah. He's got his own TV with the wrestling station, wrestling network. <laughs> You're making shit up now. <laughs> They're like, listen, give me your autograph. We'll put you in a federal prison instead of a regular prison. <laughs> I liked Jimmy Jimmy Superfly Snooker as a kid. He was one of my favorites. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes jail sounds better than real life. You don't got to pay bills. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cots in a cot. Like, you have no problems. <laughs> the only, the only thing about it that is, you know, kind of a slight detractor is the, all the horrendous butt rape. That <laughs> well, if you, you know, put the smack down on people early enough, I'm sure you can avoid that. Well, I heard federal. He's always a bigger bad. dude. What? I heard federal isn't as bad as regular prison. If you watch Orange New Black, I think that's federal prison. Well, Jimmy Superfly Snugger probably kicking ass in there, so he has nothing to worry no, about. That's not a federal crime, though. So he's going to jail with all the the, the scary people. Can he's, he can he like bounce yeah. off of the cell walls like he can off of the ropes? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? He'll be out in five to ten years. So what he does probably he will. Yeah, but how old is he going to be then? If he's been wrestling he's since the eighties, sixty now. 
Oh my God, it'd be like 90. So he'll come out <laughs> in 10 years, he'll be 70. And if he gets out on good behavior four years later. Yeah, well, but the dude got away with murder for like 25 years. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You only go to jail for a long time for selling weed. Plus, most of these wrestlers that were like drinking and partying back in the day and taking steroids and stuff. His heart probably isn't going to survive past. He will survive jail, right? Yeah. But if he, if he does survive, he no doubt will have the longest title for a cage match. Cage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a good one, dude. Like he is set, dude. Yeah. I mean, after you after you fighting off the Aryan Brotherhood that long, <laughs> you're gonna be the man. Hey, uh, I found the Skyrim Macho Man Randy Savage video. I thought I'd play it real quick just to show you guys. I see it. Well, I might need a link because I can't watch what you're watching. We can well, hear it. You can watch I'll, it afterwards. Cause yeah, I will. I will. Oh, this is the very beginning of the game when this dragon comes down. Yeah, I'm trying to find it real quick. What's, is it coming up? What Skyrim yeah, is this? The first one. Uh, oh wait, this isn't recording on. Sure it is. Oh, it is. I can hear it. Next prisoner. What is this all about? It's all taking prisoners and like getting you crazy not like this one this is the original game this is the first thing that happens you get Never. put in jail oh then... yeah he has macho man's head on him <laughs> yeah <laughs> they allowed to do that <laughs> he really has macho man's head on the dragon body all right i just wanted to show a little clip of that it's pretty funny I'll, i thought you were kidding around that's just for real right quick yeah and now you guys can watch it after the show. Anyone's listening, you're going to have to search through tons and tons of posts because we're always posting awesome shit nonstop. Nonstop. Did he Every okay? day, all day. Did he okay this dragon head incident? Well, he's kind of uh, dead. He did. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I guess he doesn't really care, right? He's like, oh, yeah! He didn't really geez. care at the time. Yeah. I get in a ring with Mr. Perfect. <laughs> He's not going to know what hit him. <laughs> <laughs> that looks crazy. I can't believe I just saw that. I'm, my mind is blown right now. All right. Let's take a break for our sponsors. We'll come right back. Pizza! Transformers fans, our bios for tonight are going to be Hound, and well, we'll get to the other one. Hound is our Autobot. Um, his allegiance is Autobot. Function is Scout, and his first appearance was the Marvel Transformers number one. Uh, his little uh, motto or whatever is "Observe everything, remember even more." Hound would just as soon be sniffing around the Grand Canyon or Big Sur as he would a secret Decepticon base. Perhaps more than any other Autobot, Hound takes pleasure in being on Earth. Really? Unlo that's, that's, that's unusual for any of these robots. Yeah, well, he did in the show, too. Like He and, he and Spike spent more time together than Bumblebee and Spike did in the first season. What does he really? think about Earth? 
He just likes it. It's different than Cybertron. Okay. I mean, think about it. Cybertron's all like metal and everything. Yeah. Now he's on a planet that's got like rocks and trees and animals and water and stuff I, like oh, that. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Hound takes pleasure in being Earth. Unlike his home planet, which is entirely composed of metal and machinery, he finds the natural wonders of Earth endlessly fascinating and uses his topographical skills to store every sight he sees within his memory circuits. Hmm. I didn't think, I guess Hound's like a, he's like a, you know, he's a Jeep. So that's yeah. usually like with the whole, you know, taking on the, what is it? Re, what is that word? Retain? Not retain. Uh, Reconnaissance? Uh, no. What, what is it when they, you said got the desert? <laughs> no, the land, it's like a. Uh, terrain. Terrain. Yeah. Oh, he's like, yeah. He's yeah. all about hitting up the terrain, right? He's hitting yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he loves it out there where it's all rugged and stuff. He likes it rugged in the terrain. Yep. Hound's <laughs> bravery, fearlessness, and loyalty are unwavering like any good advanced scout, but his secret desire is to be human. Can you guys what? send me a picture of this dude? Hound wants to be human? That's crazy. What, you need a picture of him? Uh, he's an Autobot or a Decepticon? He was an Autobot. He was. He's the one. He, he's like a green Jeep. Oh, I, and oh he, yeah. He always had like a rocket launcher looking thing on his shoulder, but it actually wasn't a rocket launcher. Okay, I see. This uh, dude see wants to be. A, this is him right here. Is there, I've never even heard of an Autobot wanting to be a human. That's crazy. That makes him extremely unique, right? Yeah, I love Hound. Hound's kind of a gentle soul. Like, that's one of the things that was always neat about him. And he always, like, the guy who did his voice in the show, I don't know who he was, but he came off as kind of like a little bit of an older guy. So, you know, he just was sort of gentle. Do these Transformers have, like, a, a consciousness that lives, resides within them the way oh, the yeah. humans Oh, yeah, each do? one has a spark. Okay. Yeah, and the spark is like so. a soul. That's why, uh, what's his name? Starscream can never die because his spark, like, goes on into He different... has a mutant spark. He's a mutant. Yeah, his is a mutant spark. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. His abilities. While in his Jeep mode, Hound uses his turret gun to sweep over the landscape from horizon to horizon like a radar scope. And with the help of internal three-dimensional simulation circuitry, stores this information as a topographical map. He definitely looks like he's packing heat. Yeah, he's got a gun, which I'll get to that. And He's got a fucking missile on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, but it actually it wasn't a missile. It they'll I'll, I'll get to that in a second. What is that? Well, on the toys, it was probably meant to be a missile, like you know, because they were they came from a Japanese toy line where it was just like vehicles that turned into robots. So mm-hmm. it was probably a missile. But in the Transformers stuff, they they um, I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. Um, <laughs> error error distortion on his uh, radar scope is no more than one inch per. 100 feet distance from point of data collection. In robot mode, Hound's turret gun becomes an infrared radiation collector. It can detect heat differentials as small as 0.02 degrees centigrade. And he uses this ability in tracking machines as well as humans. All right, in layman terms, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, I was just thinking, do you think, what's his name, Bobby, who wrote this? Yeah. What, what's um, his name? His name Bob Bob Budiansky. Bob Budiansky. Do you think he was like a like a fucking genius, or is he like doing mad research on all this technical shit? 
Could have been either one. You I know, mean, when I talked to him in person, he definitely did seem like he was higher le- level intellect. Yeah. Like, probably, like, higher, like, intellect 10. I don't even know what the hell is going on right now. My brain is on, like, the other side of the room. I'm like, Basically, all right, think, think about what his name is. His name is Hound, right? So, like a hound, he would sniff out things. And that's what he'd use his radar gun for, was, like, to, to track oh, down enemies and stuff like that's that. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hound's shoulder-mounted hologram gun can project three-dimensional grid laser light images of terrain maps stored in his memory. What? Well, yep. shit the bed. <laughs> you fucking with me? He can sometimes, uh, he sometimes also can use it to cast simple illusions, which he's done several times in the show. Dude, that motherfucker's Project Bluebeam for fourth Project Bluebeam ever existed. He's the man. <laughs> That's where they got the idea from. The Project Blue Beans ever existed uh, fans of uh, Transformers. <laughs> no, that's where they got the idea. I have yeah, no we idea saw that Project shit. Hasbro's going to get the rights to Project Boom Bling. I hope so. Boo, 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 boo. So here's, here's his weaknesses. Oh, Hound's shit. infrared tracking ability can be countered by thermal interference. High-frequency electromagnetic waves can distort or completely destroy his map-making ability. Oh. Yeah. Sophisticated manipulation of such waves can even result in the recording of false images within his memory circuits. Oh. So he's seen illusions, too. Well, yeah, if somebody (laughs) messes with it. But most of the time, people don't even know Hound is there. That's one thing about him is he's, like, really... Good at staying out of the way. He's like, hey, do you think he drives around to use your illusion? Oh, probably. <laughs> Yo, so with that information, who could whoop his ass? Uh, Laserbeak could probably mess with him. Damn straight. Why is that? Because Laserbeak is all about disrupting transmissions and intercepting stuff like that. Damn, I like Hound. And I think I got a new got favorite Transformer. I've always liked Hound. Hound's too just much about Transformers, pro. but I do know that people that drive Jeeps think they're better than everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe a Jeep Transformer might think he's better than all the other Transformers. I had a friend <laughs> that had a Jeep. And when yeah. they drove around, and an, it was the cool thing, like, he didn't say anything or nothing, but I, I first of all, one, I don't like Jeeps because I feel like they're going to flip over, and I feel like I feel every bump is, like, shoved so far up my ass. So, but <laughs> they the are cool flippable. Yeah, the cool thing is when you're driving, anybody that drives past you in a Jeep and you're in a Jeep, they always wave, and they wave, like, so friendly, and they're beeping the horn like it's a fucking thing. It is a thing. They're like, we're awesome because we drive the same car. It's so stupid. It's It's like an elite club you're not allowed to belong to unless you own one. I agree. It's it's the brotherhood of we don't think our poop smells. Yeah. I drove my mama's Jeep for a while, and I felt real cool. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, yo, this is my Jeep. And you were like, nope. It was like the both of ours. We keep it down in my house. But like, I was like, yo, like, I was like waving to people and shit. And I used to like go to the beach and like, I didn't need to. It was like being in the Jeep made me want to. If I had if I had Jeep over your mind, if I had Jeep, a dog would be with me 24 seven in that car. Yeah, totally. You need a dog in a Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they come standard with the Jeep, I think. Like yeah, you get it's a like, Jeep it's and a so dog. on the commercial. I think every person who gets a Jeep gets a free dog yeah, to free. ride in the Jeep. Yeah, so th- this guy took on the um, the personality of a Jeep, and it's not only a regular Jeep. It looks like it's a military Jeep. Does it say anything about that 
about his military background? Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Like he's he's a fighter and all. Like anytime you ever saw him, he could he could like most of the Autobots, they didn't want to fight. None of them wanted to get into a war. Pussies. But they were kind of pushed into it. And this had so- to do with the time frame of when they landed here and because Jeeps started off as military vehicles, didn't oh, yeah. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just he just scanned the I guess that little scanner thing just scanned a Jeep. On a military base. Wait, Jeeps know. spawned from military vehicles? That's how Jeeps came about? Well, that's yeah. how they created, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My dad yeah. used to have an old military Jeep. I watched some Jeep. old movies from like the 50s and 60s, and you'll see them. Same thing with Hummers. That, that was a military vehicle. Yeah. That I knew. Yeah. Well, my, my dad used to have an old Jeep. It was an old military Jeep that, you know, he used to drive around and stuff. And same it looked thing just with, like hound. Same mm-hmm. thing with Ferraris. No, no. Ferraris were started... Uh, I'm kidding. For like competition <laughs> reasons, right? Yeah, it's totally a military Ferrari. It's like whenever that general's gotta get where he's gotta go, he's gonna get a Ferrari. I see a military DeLorean. Ooh, that'd be really cool. Uh, it would probably fly. Did they have a DeLorean Transformer? No, that would yeah. be wicked cool, though. There needs to be one. Yeah, why isn't there one? There have been a couple of Transformers that look sort of like DeLoreans. Like... Uh, one of the, uh, I can't remember what they call those. Um, I'm surprised there isn't. There, there have been a couple of them that look sort of like DeLoreans, but they aren't DeLoreans. Yeah. I guess it's just because that car wasn't around for a very long period of time in history. It was yeah, very it really short, wasn't. Short span of time. You yeah. could pre-order them now. You have to See order this? them and they'll make them for you. Yeah. Can you really? Yeah, yeah. There's, Don't comp- even tell me that. Yeah. I have a friend whose dad uh, is retired, and he was actually a military guy, and he's, for fun, he buys, like, rusted junks of cars and just creates them from the ground up. He just builds, oh, yeah. like, classic cars. And I told him one time, I was like, I want a DeLorean. He was like, go ahead and Google what a DeLorean costs just to get a shell mm-hmm. of one like, with nothing in it. It was so unbelievably expensive. Like, you couldn't even afford that for anything. Not even making it an actual car that functions, but just the whole of it, like the Hulk of the car, so unbelievably expensive. Yeah, yeah. they make them to order now. They actually will make them for you if you're... Then I'm going to hit the lottery. I think there's some guy that... That's my dream car, too. I think there's some guy that has a service to make you Batmobiles as well. I, I want a DeLorean. I don't doubt it. Yeah, I'm a Back to the Future if girl. If you guys can have any car, <laughs> I want a flux capacitor. If you guys could have any car from any fucking whatever, what would it be? DeLorean. It would be a DeLorean. You're They're thinking really of every car right now. I'm not a big car guy, so like when if I think money's of money's no object, money's no object. Yeah, and I can just DeLorean. Boom. Yeah. But the one from Back to the Future. With an awesome sound system. Honestly, I think I'd want Bumblebee. But which Bumblebee? It's a fucking uh, bug. No, the Corvette. The, or oh, you talking about the Camaro? I'm sorry, about Michael Bay again. What? <laughs> you talking That's about the cool Michael Bay car, movies? Though. That's a cool. First of all, it's a Camaro. I thought he was a bug. Second Bumblebee. of all, it's a robot. So, yeah. are you talking? Oh. That's a robot, dude. You're talking about a cars or robots. He you through the radio. You know, I'm talking hey, about he, didn't, he said any car. He said any I'm car. I didn't know it could transform fiction. into a robot. Yeah. You didn't know fucking anything about Bumblebee? Oh, you didn't know? No, I didn't know I could pick a car that transformed into a robot. Car. He said you any car. I said any car. Oh, that's... Pick the that's, Duke of Hazzard. 
You could pick the 18 trunk. You could pick trunk. Kung Fury. You could pick Kung Fury's car. Now that you say it, Knight Rider would be kind of cool. Uh, you could pick the Ghostbusters. Is it really going to be like AI and it talks to me if I pick Knight Rider? You could pick Christine. I know what I want. What do you want? I want one of the um, uh, spinners. I think they call them spinners from uh, uh, Blade Runner. You know those flying cars? Oh, yeah. I love those things. You I get want a, a Spider from Masters of the Universe. I want Spider. I want a That's car that flies. As long as it flies, I'm I'm down. Yeah. No, but I I, I like those cars. You can have the cars from pole position. It's still a car pole if it flies. Right? <laughs> you can have. You can even be a turbo and turn into a car. Oh yeah, Turbo Teen. Wait a minute. I could be the car. Yeah, yeah. man. Did you never see Turbo Teen? I may have. It was in the 80s. It was a cartoon about this teenager, and he had this, uh, was it, it was a Firebird? What was it? It was uh, Trans Am. I don't know. Pizza, did I see that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like one of those episodes where it was one of those shows that like maybe like we watched, but we, it didn't stick. It was kind of disturbing when he turned into the yeah, car. Because he real was like, disturbing. He would like panic and shit. Was it like live action or cartoon? I feel like no, it was a cartoon. Uh-huh. And what happened? What happened was like he went by this. If I remember right, it's been like ages since I saw it. But he went by this mad scientist place, like Doctor Frankenstein or whatever. And he and his car got zapped by whatever kind of energy that guy was working on, and it merged him into his car. And so he looked like a normal teenager, but then he would like freak oh, out. And he'd be like, and he'd start. I remember that. Robot Chicken did a little spoof on that, I think. Yeah, I they remember did. Yeah. that. That hey, was you know, fucking I'm gonna, creepy. I'm going to play Turbo Team re- intro real quick. That's some creepy shit. Stormy night, when a bolt of lightning forced me off the road. My car skipped into a government laboratory where a top secret experiment was underway. I swerved into the path of Dr. Chase's molecular transfer. Yo, check this out. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, I think I remember this. I remember this. His butt gets real big. He had the ass on that clown. <laughs> Yo, yeah. he was a Trans Am and I rock. I rock the Camaro. Oh. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Five kids a Camaro. I just think it's funny when he's like, oh, we just happened to be going by this government site while they were having a toxic experiment, and I got zapped. <laughs> like, it was normal. <laughs> I don't want to be Turbo Teen. No. <laughs> that looks gross. <laughs> it looks uncomfortable. What the hell is going on with Totally Awesome Hulk? Have you seen that, Marsh? Uh, I tried not to. <laughs> he looks like, like the cast of Jersey Shore with that hair. Like, why do they like the shit all over the Incredible Hulk so bad? Well, dude, here's here's the deal. I love the Incredible Hulk. I, I haven't read Incredible Hulk comic books in years because they all suck. Not since they do. Like, it's like modern comics just suck. They do. Not since well, you read Planet Hulk. Yeah, th- that was good. That was good. That like, look good. at his dumb haircut. But I hated First World of all, you're a little late with the fucking trend with the haircut. That haircut came and went. <laughs> what was that, the Fohawk? That yeah. Fohawk. No one's wearing that shit no Fohawk's more. Fohawk's like, way out of style. I, what do they think? It's 2013. So 13. I'm looking at a story about it right now. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Let's see. Looks like it's doo-doo. Not, it's like pew-pew. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it came up in my Yahoo feed this morning. 
Uh, let's see. That's a recent picture. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it's Amadeus Cho, the Amadeus, little smart Amadeus. behind kid. Amadeus. You guys are talking a whole nother language tonight. <laughs> I don't you know read where I am. Planet Hulk, right? I read Planet Hulk. Who's Amadeus? All right, you remember you remember in Planet Hulk they had a little clip away bit at the end there where they were talking about that that young Asian kid that would had figured out that uh, Mister Fantastic had sent Hulk into space, like. The Hulk saved him a couple of times. Oh, he re- had run-ins with him. It's been a while since I read that. Yeah, but it's it's basically he became Greg Pak's like go-to favorite character, and he's like this real I don't know he's kind of cocky and I just don't like him. But everybody seems to love that character for some reason, and now they've revealed that he's the totally awesome Hulk, and I can't gag more forcefully than looking at this stupidest shit to me he's got a wristband yeah. pizza he's wearing a wristband oh <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a break real quick and then we'll come back and uh pizza, pizza. the realm of the underworld collection finally nothing can stop me from conquering the overworld not a fucking hell but acromancer Hercules! Get in my arch fiends! Uh, oh yeah? Take that bone uh, face! With interchangeability to the core, swap parts from your favorite figures to keep the battle raging. Not so fast, Hercules. The battle had just begun. Hercules, Acromancer, and Archfiends from the Realm of the Underworld collection, each sold separately. Collect all of them from Zola World. It's about time we all started waking up fresh. Today's your day to shine. Wake up to What Geeks Do and listen to that sweet ear candy. Special guests and pizza fresh every week. No job to soak in your buds when you're feeling down. Special crafted to meet grade A standards. Oh, and don't forget about monsters forged to a marsh. Made with giggles and tune-up bunk. So get up and get yours at What Geeks Do. You know when it's real. So I gotta just get back on this whole thing about the totally awesome Hulk that we briefly yacked about a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what the crap? Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read like the the synopsis here, or whatever. All right, and just bear with me, and then I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Strap in, hold on, and Hulk out. It's time <laughs> to meet your totally awesome Hulk, the one and only Amadeus Cho. That's right, true believer. It's an all-new Jade Giant for an all-different Marvel Universe. And he's coming to you this December in totally awesome Hulk number one. Legendary and storied Hulk scribe Greg Greg Pak returns to the fan-favorite character he created as he powered up to become the newest Green Goliath. And he's bringing blockbuster artist Frank Cho along for the ride. The mystery behind the new Hulk's identity has been revealed. Hey, wait, before you say, can I say who I think it is just based on the stupid-ass haircut? Yeah, who do you think it is? Is it Wonder Man? No, it's Amadeus Cho. Who the fuck is that? that. Amadeus, Amadeus. That's like the new Hulk. Oh, duh, I'm staring at the fucking guy right there. Yeah, there you go. That's the Brainiac dude, right? Yeah, that's him. Carry on. (laughs) It's, uh, it's, It's Greg Pak's favorite Mary Sue. You guys know what a Mary Sue is, right? No. Something gay. No a, Mary Sue, <laughs> no, a Mary Sue is a character in fiction that the writer like 
favors over everything else, and nobody can ever trip up the Mary Sue. The Mary Sue's always right. The Mary Sue always wins. Yeah. It's just an, an annoying character that everybody generally hates. But for some I reason, people like this kid. I don't know why. People huh? like that Cho character, that Cho artist, a lot, right? Oh yeah, Frank Cho is really good. He's the man, right? Yeah. All right, but here's the rest of this thing. The mystery behind the new Hulk's identity has been revealed, but what has happened to the original Hulk, Bruce Banner, in the previous eight months? All will be revealed, and the answer will surprise you. But one thing is for certain, Amadeus Cho is a completely different kind of Hulk. Not tormented, not conflicted, just a giant green wrecking machine who loves being the Hulk. What could possibly go wrong? With a shitty haircut. Yeah. Come December, the one true Hulk will be a 19-year-old Korean-American boy genius who is going to carry the burden of being the Hulk like it weighs a feather. He's going to love every minute of it. In this new series, we are going to learn hard, lean hard into the fantasy aspect of being the Hulk. It can't be all bad, can it? I don't understand. So let me get this straight. Um, Bruce Banner mm-hmm. has tried for so many years to suppress <laughs> the Hulk, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep it down because he does nothing but fucking destroy shit when he comes yeah. out and like costs a lot of people a lot of money. And, like, cost lives or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they're just spawning new Hulks now. Like, oh, oh, let me, like, gamma ray this guy and let me gamma ray that guy. We got the Red Hulk, the new Green Hulk, some, like, Cho dude. Like, what's up with that? I don't understand what's going on. There's too many Hulks, dude. There's, yeah, there's there, one there. fucking Hulk and that's it. I know. Thank I you. Yeah. W- what's going there's on? There's, like, asshole old man Hulk. There's asshole fucking goatee Hulk. This fucking blue Hulk, green, uh, yellow Hulk, red Hulk, fucking. I feel like that about all comic books, though. Amen. I feel like they make all different versions of a character and so many different stories. And now the movies are starting to do it where it's they're making them too often where you feel like, okay, we just had a Batman series. We just had a Spider-Man series. Why is there another one four years later with different characters and different plots and different people making it? Like, you're not giving anybody any time that they don't. They don't understand that it's like comic books. They keep coming out with different ones and different ones and different ones. And it's always changing. It just seems like it, it doesn't make any sense. Because you want to well, connect the old ones to the new ones, and that doesn't really happen. I'll, I'll, I'll say the I'll one say answer that answer. Rob hates for me to say all the time, but it's the answer. <laughs> money. Yeah. I know money it's is money. The answer I, I'm to not all questioning this. that. I just think that it's, it's confusing to people that are trying to follow sure. a, a character or a storyline because... Okay, you understand this story. Like, like start with Batman because that was what I, I the first mm-hmm. action hero movie that I really knew growing up was the the Tim Burton ones, and then somebody yeah. took over for him and did a couple more, and then a few years later there were more, and then a few years later there's more. It's like it's never ending, and they're all yeah. not making any sense together. You can't watch yeah. them in order. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one reason why I have liked the cohesiveness. <laughs> of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is because they got together like as a group and said, this is what we're going to do. This is the plan and let's go for it. And it looks like DC's trying to do that now and I hope they can do it. They you know? Start fresh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just do it fresh. Well, DC, you know, didn't really, well, oh, actually they did the Green Lantern. Yeah, they did a couple of movies before they did that. Some yeah, shitty they did a movie. bunch With of X-Men, movies. Marvel really, I think, really cohesively stuck all of their movies together with X-Men. Yeah. I think they did a really but good job. But that's Fox that. owned, though, right? Yeah, Fox that's, stuff is. Yeah, well, well, and see, the thing is, in the Fox universe, their stuff is kind of mixed up too, because, like, 
the, the ages of people and like the relationships of people were kind of mixed up. So, and and another thing too is they had a bunch of different directors that didn't stick with the plan, mm-hmm. you know, or or they didn't really have a plan. They that's just kind of let's make a movie. That's and, why they brought it back. Yeah, yeah. Now story. finally, they it looks like they're <laughs> in a good direction now. Yeah, they brought so it we'll back see. to the eighties. They fucked up so much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's just start from the eighties and see where we go, you know? Because we fucked. Well, this that's up. where everything amazing starts, anyway. So true. It's probably a good place true. to go back to. Can't argue oh, yeah. there. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the next X Men is going to be the eighties X Men. Uh, I hope yeah. they have a banging soundtrack. They won't. They, the last one had a really good soundtrack. <laughs> if you think of the, was it Days of Future Past? That movie was, that was a nice movie. I thought that was nice in, in merging everything together. I thought it did a really good job. Yep. Yep. I they see, tied up a lot of crud. Yeah, I feel yeah. that that was the purpose of that movie was to take all the bullshit that happened up to that point and say, all right, let's meld it into this and let's start fresh. It was kind of yeah. like Lost. It was like at the end they scramble to try and make everything make sense. <laughs> they were scrambling. <laughs> hmm. Yep. So, did you see, um, did any of you guys see Pixels yet? No. no. That was another good movie with an epic 80s soundtrack. Cool. Had a really good soundtrack. And that was a really good film. I didn't think it was going to be that good. I know a lot of people were saying a lot of negative things about it, but I think it really captured a lot of that, if you grew up in the 80s and you played arcade games and and the music that you grew up with, I think it really just <clears throat> encapsulated all that. The whole beginning of that movie was all 80s. Um, it, it was showing the, the main characters as kids playing in the arcades. And like it, it seemed like they got all of it right. There was this one part where the one kid wore a, a, a Chewbacca mask that was more modern. But mm. only people like us would know, you yeah. know. But besides that, man, they, they each person had their own like video game that they were like really good at and they had the competitions. It was almost like that movie uh Fistful of Quarters. I like that. The so, documentary. Yeah, yeah, except it was just a, it was just a little bit more eighties. Um I still need to see that one. They oh you haven't seen that, Marsh? No, uh uh-uh. uh. You would like it. I yeah. really wish they would have had um the guy from that, the one who actually ended up winning the I forget his name. Weeby? Steve Weeby. Steve Weeby. Yeah. I wish he would have had like a cameo. Wait, wait. In I Who thought was, that would have been really appropriate. Which one was he? Was he the dude that was like playing in his garage who had the family? Yes, the, guy, the guy was like a science teacher with the kids. He wasn't yes. the jerk who lived in Florida. He wasn't the asshole kids. with the ketchup company. Oh my God. He was awful, wasn't okay. he? Yeah, he was a dick. Yeah, I hate that dude. Um, that was so epic. They're like, what was it? What was that one guy? He goes, some, some, some people drink. Some people smoke. <laughs> I play video games. <laughs> <laughs> he played his part, though. Oh, <laughs> oh is the one about the, the, the Donkey Kong dude? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, King it's of Kong. Really good. You got to find it because it's, it's, it's an epic documentary. Yeah, that one, go- that one guy looks like Captain Douchebag of the Planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is a douchebag throughout the entire totally. thing. Totally. Mm. King of Kong, Fist of Quarters. Mm-hmm. Check it out, Marsh. You would love yeah, I'm it. I'm going to. I, I, uh, pizza tipped me off to that one first, and I had I had heard about it a long time ago, but when he was talking about it, I was like, "Yeah, I want to see that." I, I was like, that. "Let me check this doc out." I was like glued to the screen. I was like, yes. "This is fucking it's very entertaining." Good. Yeah, yeah. I, I love documentaries anyway. 
You would like that one. I like fair documentaries. Let me. I don't know how much of that was real though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like I, I I really like the real ones, so I'm not sitting there and having somebody blow smoke up my butt. I mean, the history is real in it, but I don't know how much of the present footage was real. You know what Uh, I mean? I think they were kind of like maybe they were playing their part. I don't know. Maybe not. What do I know? I don't know. When I watch that show, I like to pretend it's real, even if it's not. It feels real. <laughs> I don't. It, it, honestly, it doesn't matter if it is real or not. In my head, it was real when I watched it. So there you go. That's all that matters. Well, yeah, yeah, man. And the pixels, man. It was cool seeing all the video games you grew up with, like the size of a, a movie screen, and like oh, all are you talking about in um, pixels? Yeah, and all the different scenarios they had to do, and. Uh, Peter Gibridge Dinklage. Dinklage. He was. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, that's that little dude in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he's awesome. He was so, he so good. Cool. But you know who was even better than him was the kid that played his part as a, a young a, a young kid. Mm. Like actor that played him as a young kid. He was so good. <laughs> I will see it when it comes to my library. It's it's worth watching it really is and it had the creator of pac-man in it yeah yeah i don't know if he's actually the legit creator of pac-man or not but it was really funny he's like my little boy you've grown so big i'm pretty sure that was the real dude that played that part it seems like i heard something like that yeah yeah i'll check it out I know a lot of people are like, uh, Adam Sandler movies, but I don't know. I think his acting and his movies have come a lot farther than like. It wasn't an Billy Adam Madison Sandler movie. All that crap. Yeah, it really didn't feel like it was that it kind of ridiculousness. Yeah. There was like, they could have probably cut out his relationship with the woman because it was like, whatever, I don't give a shit. But no, they do that for a reason because chicks aren't going to go see that. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. girls aren't, games aren't going to go see that movie unless there's like a relationship aspect to it. But I, I feel like they did that real quick. There's like, boom, boom, it's over with. Now let's get to the cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> is it still in the theater or is it, has it left? Um, I do not know. It was like still there a few weeks ago, but who knows now? I mean, that stuff goes out so quickly. Could be in like the dollar theaters and stuff like that. You know, they don't even have dollar theaters. I never even heard of it. They're all gone now. Oh, really? They don't do that anymore. There used to be Uh, a two dollar theater in in TR. Well, yeah, but you know, like the budget cinema, like they'll they'll take the old movies that had played in the regular cinema and send them over there. Yeah, I love that. I wish more places did that. They should. So, on the subject of epic video game movies. Did you guys ever see Wizard from the 80s? Uh, is that the one with uh, Fred Savage? Yes. Oh, I love yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. They're going to the, the power, Nintendo Camp the power glove. California. Yes. Did, now, was that like a movie, a part of your childhood? Was that something that you guys were really into or what? Yes. Now, I, my, my nephews were more into it than me, but I remember watching it with them. I like anything, Fred epic Savage. In, in my generation, because that was the first time you got to see Mario three before uh-huh. now that was came out. So I think everybody was freaking out about that. Mm. That appealed to me more than the movie did. I, I remember yeah. watching that; it was like, oh, that's what it's all about. And then the bad guy Lucas had the power power glove. glove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm playing with the power glove and being like, give me my paddle back. Yeah, you know no who kid. else had a Power Glove reference? Um, Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think it was like the sixth movie or something. I love that. 
Um, there's a band called Power Glove. Actually, there's two bands called Power Glove. Can one they do band, that? Yeah, there's they one to... band that's more mainstream, and there's a really good band that's probably one of my favorite bands in the whole world. They're Power Glove, and they just take like all like sound effects and and samples for movies, and they just do like the craziest shit with them. You should look it up one time when you get a chance. Uh, it's Power Glove. And it has more like synthesizers and stuff. The other Power Glove is more like rock, and they just do like songs from like uh, I don't know existing games already and shit. The other Power Glove is really like intelligent when it comes to music and and uh, you know producing and stuff. They're like an electro eighty sound, right? Yeah, they were like the pioneers of that shit with Kavinsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I saw a video online a while ago about, um, I want to say it was somebody who worked on Robot Chicken, but I might not be 100% sure on that. And they refurbished a power glove for controls for their camera when they were doing the stop motion filming. So they didn't have to just stop what they were doing, go to the camera, press record and go back and forth. They would use the power glove to just, you know, move the figure a tiny bit, press a button on the glove to record it and then just keep going about their business to kind of help what they were doing. That's yeah, it was really, really neat video. I think it's on YouTube. I don't remember where I found it. Who's Seth Green? No, it wasn't Seth Green. It was one of the animators. Oh. I want to say it's Robot Chicken, but I'm not 100% sure that I'm correct. I think it is Robot Chicken. I think I'm, I remember it now. now. <laughs> what was the thing that like you ran on the pad that you laid on oh, the floor? Oh, remember I had oh. that shit? Yeah, remember we used to use our hands to do it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we used to do our hands and we used to beat the game like that. Oh, yeah. What the hell was that called when you would run? No, you were no, we supposed to, to run, but we didn't run. We used to play that, uh... We the mat. To, the mat. That game yeah. where uh, you would be in track. Yeah, And you'd track. have to race. Remember I we, remember you'd have to fucking run your ass off in order to win that shit. Remember yeah. we had blisters on our knuckles because we most did it with people, our hands? Most yeah. people did that. Most people found out you couldn't do it, like, running, actually running. So you just How? use your fist. And oh, hands so that just wasn't me and pizza? That was other people, No, too? no, no. Like, most people... <laughs> That thing. I thought that was our special moment. That we well, you, can, you can believe whatever you want to believe. Power mat. <laughs> you buy it on eBay now for like ten bucks. But we Power did figure it out. But then again, internet wasn't around then, so we did figure it out on our own. Yeah, I think yeah. That's, so that's, that's something, right? Yeah, it Do you is. Remember what it was like trying to figure out a video game without the internet? Oh man, I remember all the Nintendo Hotline for help. Oh, God. <laughs> it was that and uh, Game Pro magazine. Yeah. Nintendo, and, uh, power. Nintendo Power, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And another thing was Jeff Roven. I think his name was Jeff Roven. He he did all those uh, how to win Nintendo games books. Yeah, like they were these these paperback books, and I had several of those. And I my main when the thing now that was crazy, huh? The genie, remember the game, oh, game genie? genie? Heck yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> some of it worked, some of it didn't. <laughs> But um no my the the main reason why I bought one of those how to win at video Nintendo video games was freaking Ninja Turtles. Uh oh, mm -hmm. the original Ninja Turtles game it, that's yeah. That was hard. That game that game taught me how to cuss. <laughs> I think I only ever play the arcade version. Yeah, don't don't ever play the Nintendo. No, no, do play the Nintendo version so you can feel our pain. <laughs> <laughs> what was the hardest game to figure out? It was probably E.T., right? Oh, man. At any point? 
Yeah. Well, that was Atari. Wow. Can you? I saw a documentary about them finding them all in the landfill. Yeah, I watched that last week. It was funny because they always say like ET is like the hardest game to find because they threw all this shits out, but I got like twenty of them. It's not the hardest game to find. Like it's it's extremely uh, easy to find. I didn't think it's it was just, either. You know what game that we figured out that was really expensive and hard to find is Tempest, the arcade game. Oh yeah. I just I just found out about this game. I knew that it existed, but I never really paid attention to it. I love Tempest. I went to Yestercade's not too long ago with my wife, and um, I was hanging out there, and I was playing this. All of a sudden, I was I wanted to take that visit to play games I never played before and to really get into it like it was a first time. Mm-hmm. I get on Tempest. That game blew my freaking mind, man. It was the funnest shit I've had in a yes. long time. I spend the rest right? of my hours there, and then I found an online... Um, Mod, I think Charles Marsh sent it to me. Yeah, and I played that shit until like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, my game. <laughs> all right, you guys all remember Asteroids, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But do you remember Astro Blast? Yeah. With yeah. I've Astro- heard the name. Oh, that was my game, man. To get the high score, I had my high score written down somewhere in like my suitcase of memories. Oh, you were the genius of that. It was forty-eight five three six two. You know what it is? Yeah. I think it was that. Yeah. It's Astro Blaster, isn't it? Astro is Blast. It? Oh, it's Astro Blast? Yeah, yeah. you can okay. find it for Atari. Oh, okay, here we go. It was on Atari. That was my game. Yep. You should get that tattooed on you, 485362. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I might have beaten that. I have to look at my suitcase. You beat it. You I think it was 49. I beat it. I think I beat it. No. For real. I play that shit, man. Dude, I've never seen any Atari game be beat. I'll beat it. <laughs> no job. You will? I think I did. Then I'll beat it like it hasn't happened. I have it written down. Yeah. I have to look. There you go. <laughs> if it's the only ri- thing you're beating right now is uh I'll bring it in the next show. <laughs> Episode eleven, I'll bring on my high score Astro Blast. Oh I, I have see, it yeah, written down. Mm-hmm. I never played that, but Oh, that was so fun. Like the meteors would like crack in half and like you could hit both halves. Uh-huh. But like it would get faster and the colors would change and get like all kind of wicked. When and now like it would shoot fucking, it would shit out fucking Astros like crazy, and Rob would just be like a part of the game and be like, I got in the zone. Dude. I tapped into the force when I was playing that. They had yeah, little I, bombs. They dropped. Yeah, like every, I think everybody has that one game that you can kind of zone out to. That was my game. And and yeah, like I and and it used to be like I don't, I don't drink anymore, but when I drank, like if I got a good buzz going on, I could play a game like I'm some. Idiot savant. <laughs> Tap into the force. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what game was fucking hard? was uh, Haunted House. I don't uh, remember uh, that. What was that I one for? Knew, I never. It was for Atari. I never knew what the fuck was going on in that game. Yeah. All I know is you go every room you go into, it'd be like a thousand things trying to get you, and you couldn't do nothing about it. So oh, you just yeah. keep running. All you yeah. did was run, and it would go... Yeah. I think it's Slaughterhouse. No, you're thinking of Splatterhouse. Splatterhouse. Splatter that's House. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the one with the guy with the mask. Like it looks Jason, like Jason, so. yeah. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't get like in trouble for that. Nowadays, they would if they tried. Yeah, trust me, they would. It was a fun game. People are like fucking lawsuit happy now. Mm. Oh, dude, yeah. Because they're so broke. Is it's that money. just in America or is that everywhere? Why? <laughs> I don't know because I know, well, yeah, it's everywhere because I remember reading a story a little while back 
about um you know like i i make custom action figures and none of the companies here have any problems with people doing it because they're not making enough money for them to litigate like it costs them more to sue a person than they would get out of it yeah. for making a custom figure but in okay. japan i remember these two cats were doing like uh, it was some japanese like sort of like ultraman character or something like that it wasn't ultraman but anyway um these guys were making custom figures and you know they were putting their name out there and everybody was like oh these are amazing these are amazing and all companies sued the mud out of them really shut them down yeah wow. that's great i guess yeah i guess america is like you got to be making some dough yeah that's it like here you have to make enough money to put a dent in their profits enough like they have a they have like a scale of what you can make before it is advantageous for them to litigate for it's, it's it's enough to, for them to come in yep. and and, and yep. kick your ass yeah for what you've done yep and that's why like i don't i don't reproduce anything i just do like one off stuff so i'm in no danger yeah Hey, did you guys hear about the Goonies house is off limits now? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. in Oregon, I, I can, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're is, like, yo, enough's enough. Is it? A, <laughs> is that like a real town? That's his theme song, right? Is that what I, you did that? I don't know if it's... <laughs> it was Astoria, Maine. Is that where it's supposed to be? Astoria is where it was in the movie, but is that the name of the actual town for real? Astoria, Oregon. Let's see. Yeah, it's a place. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I bet you the first thing that pops up is the Goonies house, right? Yep, yep, <laughs> Isn't that the name of the t- the song, though? Enough is Enough? You know no, it. it's Goonies are Good Enough. Oh, Good Enough. That was good, good Enough! Good Enough, Good Enough, Good Enough. Good enough. You know, that, that story about that house being closed up, I can understand both sides of it. I get because, it. Because, I mean, like... Dude, if you move into a famous house, what do you expect? It's yeah. like anywhere with any kind of house. I mean, I went to California a few years ago to visit my brother who lived out in San Francisco. And I was like, I'm probably never going to get on this side of the country again. So while I'm here, I want to experience and see everything I can. We were going to be in the L.A. area. And I was a really big fan of Six Feet Under. And the house that was the house they used for the outside filming of that show was not far from where we were. So I was like, I want to go see it. So we went, we like went on the lawn, took photos. I'm sure if that was my house, I'd be super annoyed that people are stopping yeah. by every day, taking pictures you, of my lawn. You, but can you send to- me those photos? I want to see them. Yeah, you, they're you, on Facebook. You know oh. what? They should just be lucky they're not getting a fucking pizza thrown on the roof every fucking day. Oh, yeah, the Breaking Bad house. Mm-hmm. That's right, the Walter White house, because of the seat, that one episode where he threw the pizza on the roof, People just go to that house and throw pizzas Did on the really? roof all the time. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I, I, you motherfuckers got to go up there and take that shit down like probably four times a day. <laughs> I would just, I would just have somebody posted. House, house too. People are always like messing that up. Shit. I'd just be posted up on the roof like catching pizzas all day. Like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> You'd be like, I'm hungry. Thanks for lunch. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Uh, Yo, I'm surprised the Ninja Turtles don't move into that house. (laughs) (laughs) Extra anchovies. (laughs) I can can totally picture workaholics hanging out with Ninja Turtles. And that should be like a new MTV jam where they like 
Ninja Turtles live in a house with workaholics at the Breaking Bad house, <laughs> catching pizza on the roof. Because the workaholics hang out on the roof all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that is. Workaholics? Yeah. Really? What? Uh, that's... You need, <laughs> that, that show's no made job. for you. No job. You should turn that on from episode one and just watch it until all the yep. seasons. They got it on Netflix? Yeah. yeah. Should be. I'll check it out. All that right. shit's so funny. I'm in. Yeah, it's really, like, I get a kick out of it. The best episode. All right, that's it. What's the best episode of Workaholics for those of us who have seen it? My favorite episode is the one where the dudes decided they were done with each other, and they, they've they left the house, but they have to come back. And when they do, the house is infested with rats. I don't remember that one, actually. I've seen all yeah. of them. How many seasons is this show? Three. I'll yeah. check it out. I'll check it out. Is it on Yo, Netflix? If I want real? to ask you guys. Yeah, it's fine on Netflix. I want to ask you guys. Have you? I don't really know what I'm asking right now, but it was an old <laughs> that had this kid that was playing an arcade game, and something happened with aliens in it, and he ended up getting the arcade game and the Starfighter. Yeah. Like he goes into space <laughs> to fight aliens. I love the last Starfighter. Is that it? Pizza? Was there a video games involved with that? Yeah. 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 Last he had Starfighter like... was a video game. Yeah. All right. Did the, it had a... the kid have a mullet? Kinda. 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 He had, you know, longer hair. I got a VHS. You want to borrow it? No. <laughs> Pizza. Is this the one where the kid was like in a trailer park and yes. he played the video game that was on the porch outside the office? Uh yeah, last Starfighter. And then the the space dudes come and take him to space. Uh, I could have sworn he fought them on Earth. Well, he did. He well, his clone had yeah. to fight Wait, him on Earth. The last Starfighter that wasn't wasn't there like a like a, a brown alien that he played football with. Mm, no, played football with. Oh oh, on you get two movies mixed. He's getting two movies mixed up. He's he's thinking about Last Starfighter, and then he's also thinking about Enemy Mine. Oh, I love Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine is the one where he had the brown alien he played football with. What a fantastic yeah. movie! So Starfighter kill with the um the mullet, and he ended up fighting aliens. Yeah, in space, yeah. and he That's, fought one on Earth, but it wasn't cool, him fighting him. It was a robot replacement. But yeah, yeah. Enemy Mine had what's his name in it? Um. Uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what a great movie! I love that movie. Zombies. Mm-hmm. And he had he was uh, his friend. He she was pregnant. Yeah. It, oh it, my it, gosh, what a great movie! Both those movies. Out. Both those movies I grew up with. I when, about that time period when those movies were coming out, I was real weirded out by babies coming out of people. <laughs> Like the whole idea of a baby coming out of somebody just bothered me. Seriously, that's not normal. Yeah, and and like I, you know, that movie. You remember uh, V? Yeah, that show that used to come on. Well, they they had that V, the final battle, and at the end of like the next to last part, the chick gave birth to one of those lizard Lizards, babies. Yeah. Well, it was, the, it was the white baby and the, and the alien baby, right? Yeah, yeah. freaked me right out of that my that recently, and it just did not go over? I liked yeah, it. But I liked it. I, I liked it. The, oh, you did too? Okay. Yeah, I liked it, but it just didn't. I liked didn't, it too. It didn't catch on, man. I thought it was good. It held my interest. It held mine. 
Did they finish it? No. No. They canceled canceled. it. Oh, bomb. Cold-blooded. Cold-blooded is right, Reptilian, baby. I liked it, though. I like the original. I liked it. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's the music. Oh, music. You know how that goes. Shannon, quit, quit. Chambers, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Talk about Western Grimm. Thanks for having me. And what was that website again? That was... uh, Facebook.com forward slash Western Grim. That's right. awesome. Check it out. Series one available now. And series two coming out. When it comes out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Western Grim. Thanks for coming on the show, Shannon. Thanks for having me. Charles Morris, always a pleasure. Mr. Pizza. Always. Mr. Pizza Pizza Slice. A little slice of heaven. A little slice of pizza. <laughs> That's not nice. Episode 10 is a, a landmark episode. In the bag. Two digits. Next episode, we'll have Joe Amato. That's exciting. Tune out and tune in. Tune in, tune out. Peace.